The 24-7 Sports Summer Top 25 marches on, and today on the Morning Blitz, we're unveiling the number 24 team in the countdown, Dan Mullen's Florida Gators. It's May 30th, my name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Since Florida only won four games in all of 2017, putting the Gators in the top 25 might seem a tad controversial. But the fact that so many of the 24-7 sports national writers put Florida on their ballots is a testament to Dan Mullen's bona fides as a coach capable of wringing every last bit of productivity out of the talent on hand and then some. But can he keep on overachieving now that he's moved away from Starkville and into the national spotlight in Gainesville? Thomas Goldcamp of Swamp 24-7 joins us now to help us break down the outlook for the 2018 Gators. Thomas, we've got Florida ranked at number 24 in the 24-7 Sports Summer Top 25. In your estimation, is that too high a ranking, too low a ranking, or just about right? You know, I think it's about right. I think the biggest thing for Florida is the schedule this year is pretty manageable. Obviously, there's still some question marks for the Gators. Um, but when you look at the schedule, this is a team that really probably should be in the 8-9 win range, and typically towards the end of the year, that's where you see those teams in that 23 range. I think the case for Florida being a top 25 team largely rests on the notion that you know Dan Mullen was able to significantly overachieve with the talent on hand at Mississippi State, and if he can do that there, then think what he can do in Gainesville. Is that the correct way to look at the situation, and what are some of the hang-ups that might keep him from being able to achieve that? Well, I think the biggest things are pretty obvious. You know, Florida still has question marks on the offensive line and at quarterback. Um, and until they get those solved, it's hard to see this being a team that really has that kind of elite upside where you're looking at a team that could maybe win more than nine games. Um, you know, the biggest thing there is Florida has a bunch of veterans on the offensive line. The real question mark, I think, at this point is can that group finally take a step forward or is this a veteran group that has played enough and kind of what you're seeing is what you get. And uh, I think that's going to be really where um, Dan Mullen, especially in the first year, kind of shows what he can do with this program because obviously there's been a lot of talk about Florida's strength and conditioning program not being up to snuff under Jim McElwain. And if that really is true and he can come in, Dan Mullen, and install a system that works better, then you can potentially see that offensive line play a lot better, and that starts to help the quarterbacks as well. Uh, so I think for, for Florida going into next year, that's kind of the biggest thing to look at. What is going on at the quarterback position right now? It seems like Dan Mullen has said publicly that the Gators aren't really interested in pursuing a graduate transfer at quarterback. So where does that leave things for the Gators? Well, I think right now looking at it, I think Felipe Franks is probably the leader in the clubhouse just because of the fact that he has played in college and has gone through some of those uh, you know experiences against SEC teams. Now, it hasn't always gone well for him, obviously. It had a pretty disappointing year last year. But Dan Mullen really values not throwing guys into the fire too early. And why that's important is because I think Florida has a guy that it can build around for the future in true freshman Emory Jones. But Dan Mullen, over the course of his history, has typically not liked to throw in guys that are true freshmen that have never played right away. And so what I think you'll see Florida probably do is either Felipe Franks or you know fellow redshirt sophomore Kyle Trask. They'll begin the season as the starter and probably take the majority of the reps, but I think you'll see Dan Mullen work in Emory Jones pretty quickly in some packages and see what he can you know, be comfortable with. And then as that continues, maybe add to his plate a little bit more and more. And so eventually, whether it's this year, next year, 
or down the road, he's ready to take over the job full time. You mentioned Emory Jones. Are there any other first-year players who could make immediate contributions or maybe even some upperclassmen who didn't fit in well with what Jim McElwain wanted to do who might find success under Dan Mullen? Well, I think talking about upperclassmen that you know maybe have not stood out so far, I think the biggest one to keep an eye on is defensive end Antonius Clayton. Um, he was the highest-rated player in Florida's 2016 class and has played, you know, in his freshman and sophomore years, but really not made much of a difference at all. He had a terrific spring, and I think he's a guy that could really, really benefit from new defensive coordinator Todd Grantham's 3-4 system. Um, he's going to be coming off the edge of the pass rusher and looked extremely good doing that in spring practice. So I think he's a guy that you definitely keep an eye on. Uh, as far as, you know, newcomer freshmen go, other than Jones, I would say running back Damian Pierce is another guy to keep an eye on. He's a very powerful kind of low center of gravity runner and he did a lot of nice things in the spring in a very crowded you know group that that he could potentially get some looks next fall i've seen a couple of pundits throw out there that they think that florida could maybe pose a credible challenge to georgia in the east this year my personal reaction was that maybe a year or two early on that but what do you think do you think winning have getting a couple breaks go their way and maybe find themselves in positioning position to win the division is something that's realistic for Florida in 2018? I'm kind of with you. I think it's probably at least a year early on that. Um, I, I just think Georgia, the way that Kirby Smart has recruited, um, is, is a, you know, a clear cut ahead of Florida from a talent standpoint, and that's tough to overcome. Um, I, I'm not sure that Florida has the overall depth right now to hang in what should be a better SEC East with Missouri and South Carolina also kind of on the upswing here. Um, I, I think if Dan Mullen is able to have Florida even in the race you know, come November, I think he's done a heck of a job. Um, but it would be surprising at the end of the day for me to see Florida on top of the East. If uh, in January 2019 we're looking back on the season and saying, man, Florida really outperformed expectations by two or three wins, what do you think uh, went right for Florida in that scenario? I would say that Emory Jones ended up starting and being pretty good. Um, I think that's really um, I think given the overall talent questions at Florida, um, kind of on both sides of the ball and the overall depth, I think that it's going to take a difference maker at that quarterback position to really kind of turn things around for the Gators. Um, you know, some guys, when they get in there, are just that good. Um, I haven't seen that yet out of Emory Jones' practice. Um, but who knows, when the lights come on, some guys are different, especially at that quarterback spot. But uh, I definitely think that's what it would take. Uh, fresh off the press today, uh, we've got uh, new win total over unders and uh, bet online has florida sitting at seven and a half you taking the over or the under there i think i'd take the over just because when you look at the schedule i think there's five guaranteed wins and then there's probably about four maybe even five games that you'd say are toss-ups at worst um and i think that you know given dan mullen's coaching ability i think he's going to be able to get more out of this team than jim mapboyne did and, you know, Florida only won four games last year, but that's really kind of a misleading number because once things went downhill, you know, the players just kind of quit on the team. Um, so I don't think this is a team that's as bad as those four wins look. And I think if you get better coaching, um, Dan Mullen will be able to put these guys in some spots to win games. And I, I think eight is kind of the baseline for Florida. Anything above that, you're feeling good about it. Anything below that, like seven wins, I think you come away pretty disappointed near one. Thomas, my last question for you is a little less focused on 2018 in particular and a little more long-term, I guess. But um, when Mullen was hired at Florida, kind of the conventional wisdom was, yeah, he didn't 
uh, you know, blow the world away uh, with his recruiting at Mississippi State. But at Florida, you might not necessarily need to be an ace recruiter. Just get the product right on the field, and then everything else will fall into place. I, I know it's still very early days into his tenure so far, but how is the recruiting side of things going for him? Well, I think he had a terrific close to his, you know, his first class, kind of that transition class. Obviously, landing Emory Jones was huge. I mean, Florida's got to get that position figured out. He went out and grabbed a guy that both Ohio State and Alabama were after. I think Florida fans were thrilled to finally be competing in some of those battles. 2019, though, has gotten off a little bit slow. And so Florida's going to really have to pick it up. Um, whether that's a case of, you know, recruits kind of waiting to see what his system looks like on the field, I'm not sure. Um, but Florida has started off a little slowly, and I think I think it's probably a little misguided to think that uh, you know just because Dan Mullen competed at Mississippi State while he wasn't recruiting quite as well that you can win championships at Florida doing the same. I think you look at um, you know his struggles at Mississippi State beating the Alabamas, you know never never made it managed to beat Nick Saban. Well, guess what? Kirby Smart's recruiting at the same level at Georgia, and so you're going to have to play them every year. I just think if you're at Florida. You really have to be recruiting at an elite level to want to win championships consistently. Thomas Goldcamp covers the Florida Gators for Swamp 24-7. You can find him on Twitter at Thomas Goldcamp. Thanks, Thomas. Yep, thanks for having me on. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday. So we'll be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning, unveiling the number 23 team in the 24-7 Sports Summer Top 25. Later on in the day, there will also be a companion article to go along with each installment of the Summer Top 25 Countdown on 247sports.com. So be sure to check those out as well. 